Isn't the point of traveling to get away from it all, to feel the best you've ever felt? Then maybe you should check out Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool white sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. When your trip comes to an end, you won't need another vacation because you just had the vacation. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Serious, opinionated, provocative. Kincaid and Breckenridge. Roger and Rob want to hear from you. 974-8255. That's 974-TALK. Or text them at 770-770. Roger Kincaid, Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. All right, it's Kincaid and Breckenridge, News Talk 770. More on the storm yesterday and what ended up being a bit of a perfect storm for transit users trying to head south out of downtown because even before the storm hit, you had, uh, I guess, what, what's described as a police incident near Chinook. And okay. we're not exactly clear on, on what happened. And uh, so th- that's fine. That's obviously not something that Calgary Transit can control. Um, but as they attempted to deal with that, and then the storm that was moving in, left a lot of people in the lurch. Yeah, it did. It left a lot of people in the lurch and also wet, which sucks. And it, the thing about this is that, we had weather forecasts, and we had we were like it had an Environment Canada warning under underway. It's like we knew this was happening, and for some reason, a whole bunch of people had to endure the storm, had to weather the storm, had to fend for themselves. Let's not tell the story ourselves, though. Well, someone who was uh, right in the midst of it uh, is uh, on the line with us here this morning. Andy Tylos, a Calgary blogger and transit critic, and uh, wrote an interesting piece this morning up at Medium.com on what he and hundreds of others went through yesterday. Andy, thanks for joining us here this morning. Yeah, thank you. All right, so you were like a lot of people um, commuting out of downtown on the C train. So this was, what, just about just before 5 o'clock yesterday? Yeah, just a couple minutes before 5, we were... Uh, Headed um, just between 39th Ave and Chinook, um, the, the train uh, came to a stop. The operator came on and said that there was some sort of an incident um, at Chinook, and we weren't able to get through. So we, you know, as as things happen, everybody's understanding of of that. Um, within you know, within a minute or two, the train had reversed and headed back towards uh, 39th Ave, uh, where. Um, we the train stopped, doors opened, and then the operator kind of came by and told us all to switch to the other side. And uh, and because he was, we weren't sure what was going on or why he was asking us to do that. But um, as as good passengers do, uh, all 600 of us or so on the on the full C train, I got off at 39th Ave, switched to the other side, um, anticipating. I guess that they were gonna they were planning to single track was what I was. Uh, uh, understanding anyway that they were going to single track through uh the incident at chinook um so we got off and uh we were over uh there was two trains that headed south that were completely full uh we could see a storm you know the storm was blowing in and then we got uh, caught in a pretty epic uh well got got a lot of uh, hail to the face at least yeah well we're we're aware of the epicness of the storm now, can, just yeah. to clear up a detail andy what time was it uh, approximately um, I'm going to say it was it was right around five o'clock. I think my 
my kind of first tweet when I first, you know, when we when the train stopped, I was looking for looking at the Calgary Transit Twitter account, um, looking for some information about what was going on, uh, and it was, you know, I'm going to say about like 4:55 uh, or so when it when the incident first kind of uh, started. Okay, so at this time, uh, Rob, the aforementioned Paul Dunphy, who was on the program with us, just to give you an idea, at this time, a weather expert for Global News is tweeting pictures of the storm and showing these huge cells that are moving towards the city. So the information's out there. If Calgary Transit would say that, oh, we didn't know the severity of the storm, then that would just be a flagrant lack of regard for their due diligence in this matter, I would say. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, there, we all knew that the storm was coming. We, we saw it. It was, you know, nice and sunny, but as storms happen in Calgary, we knew it was coming. Okay, so when everyone's told to get off the train, and this all still has to do with the police incident, had nothing to do with the weather necessarily, um, but nothing was conveyed. Was there any information being conveyed uh, at the scene via social media, anything from Calgary Transit as to what was happening or what the 600 or so people now stuck at the 39th Ave station were supposed to do? No, there was no no direction, no information. Um, the Twitter account had, had gone silent, um, there hadn't been there by the time they had finally posted something it was almost 30 minutes before the incident you know the incident was going on for 30 minutes before they actually posted anything there was no announcements at the train platform nothing uh we just kind of sat there looking at the storm headed towards us all right and then what kind of you're at 39th avenue is that what you said yeah so this is the only not like only uncovered train platform on the south line there yeah, it's probably the, uh, any of the stations to be caught in a situation like this. Is that was that was probably the worst one for sure. Right, for sure. Now, w- what did you do? How many people were there, and what sort of of shelter was there? Well, some you know some people with uh, there was a lady with a stroller and and a couple of other uh, people that that got on uh, the southbound train. There was two that came by, but they were already packed. Right, it's rush hour, so they were they were packed. You know, those of us that didn't. You know, we're kind of able-bodied and, and didn't need to kind of get on. It was it was like you know, women and children first kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> but like felt a bit like the Titanic, and uh, and and we you know those people got on, and then there was there was probably a good 150 of us or so left um, when the storm hit. And so there's just two small you know little bus shelters at 39th Ave. Um, they were completely packed. We were the the rain was or the hail was coming and you know hitting hitting us in the side of the um, hitting us in the side of the face, I kind of ran behind one of the kind of the chain link fence that's there, and hit on the other side of the uh, on the other side of the the uh, the, the passenger shelter. Uh, there was another, you know, an older lady beside me who was in tears and like, "What's going on?" You know, she was really uh, upset with it all. And that's when I saw, um, you know, in the article, I, I managed to take a couple pictures of it as it was happening, which was, I think I wrecked my phone doing that. But um, uh, I took a couple pictures, and I could see then all of a sudden a bendy bus, one of the, you know, articulated buses pull up um, on 39th Ave, just kind of adjacent to the station. And, you know, I'm absolutely soaked at this point. Uh, so I, uh, me and one other guy just made a run for it, run to the bus, you know, bang on the door. He didn't open the door right away, and then... We said, Where, what, are you, you know, what are you doing? What's going on? And he said, I, uh, I don't know. I don't know how to change the sign. I don't know what's going on. I'm going to Chinook. You know, <laughs> I said, okay, well, like, you know, can we, you know, like, can I help? Like, do we need, we should let people know that you're here because it's, you can't really see that, um, you know, the, the bus, if you're standing at the platform, you know, we can hardly see at all. 
I said, like, let's get people there. And he's like, no, announcements are being made. They know we're here kind of thing. And so then after a couple minutes and the intensity of the rain kind of calmed down a bit, they, uh, the bus, um, he pulled off and he was, he took me and, you know, a couple other passengers to Chinook. I think there's about three of us on board. So they had this huge bus uh, It was going to Chinook All these people are left standing on the platform And they pulled away with only four of you on on the bus Yeah, and and, you know I I couldn't really see as well From where the bus was parked I couldn't really see the platform So maybe more trains had come Um, I don't know, but the the bottom line was We got off that train um, You know, the the train that that, uh, we were on originally We got off, you know Following the directions, doing what, what was asked of us and that train was never to be seen again. Right. Uh, I understand now. I t- had a chat with Calgary Trans this morning, and then probably what happened is, is kind of their standard procedure on that is that in a case like that, when they have to single track, that train would have headed back up north because, of course, with Chinook being shut down, that just kind of you know domino effect of delays happens, and that train was needed to take people north out of downtown. Fair enough. If it was a nice sunny day, that would have been okay. But the weather, <laughs> what it was, that was not the right decision to make. Yeah, I mean, the the question I have now is who's making the decisions. I mean, there's two there's two decisions here. One is for the the bus driver to pull away with three people on that bus. Meanwhile, there's a crowded platform that maybe the driver could or could not see. So, did you get an indication that the driver was instructed by, you know, central command via radio to to pull out? I I, I wish I recorded video of the uh, right. when I got on the bus because. There, the radio was going crazy. Um, he didn't know how to change the sign from something, you know, something that said out of service to, you know, sea train replacement or whatever the message uh, should have been. He wasn't aware how to do that. Um, you know, he kind of got that problem solved and then and then took off shortly after. So he he wasn't really, um, I guess, trained or aware of you know what was it, what what he needed to do in that situation um and then you know the part that bothered me from the operator perspective is it's all well and good we have a plan like it's good to have a plan you're there now i'm there as a passenger i'm here to help right like i offered i said do we need to go talk to the people on the platform can we, can we send them this way and you know he said announcements were being made and i was at the other end of the platform so maybe there were announcements being made i don't know you know i, I just kind of took his word for it and then we took off so um, it's, it's, it's frustrating. I mean, I think that if the weather had been okay, what, what, what happened was, would have, would have been okay, right? The shuttle bus showed up about 10 minutes after well, the incident. Yeah, but that's not the point, though, because the weather wasn't yeah. okay, right? I mean, exactly. that, that, that's yeah. my other problem with this all is that there's a driver who told you to get off the, the train at, at 39th Avenue station. I don't know why, because I think the driver would know even better than the talk show host that that's probably the worst place <laughs> to let people off the train. I agree with you on that one for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Or, or even that people would have to get off at all. I mean, yeah, they could have let people off at Stampede. But why not give people the option if the train's simply going to turn around and go back north? Why not? Why, why didn't people have the option to stay on? Exactly. And and there, you know, the, the operator on the train didn't use the PA when we were stopped at 39th. He just got off and was kind of like shooing people off, kind of thing. Um, you know, understanding. Like I say, we're, transit commuters were used to being like sheep. <laughs> As humans, we need to sometimes understand the context or understand what what our options are. And if if he had simply said, you know what, guys, everybody, I got to go north. Um, stay on board if you want. There's a storm coming. Let's work together to to get through it. But we all kind of just listened as as crowds do. You know, um, crowd mentality took over, and we just did what was told of us. And and that, you know, 
probably I, I, I kind of got my first inkling at that point something was going to go sideways. You know, before we let you go, Andy, in your uh, in your opinion, was it a safe situation or was it unsafe? Well, I uh, it, it was borderline unsafe um, for sure. Uh, the, there we we made we survived, but um, you know, had the hail been a little bigger, it was luckily it was pretty small, but it sure hurt uh, as I was getting that to the side of the face. If if the hail was a bit bigger. It, it could have been a, a lot worse, for sure. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. People are being dropped off at a station they didn't anticipate getting off of. For most people, it's not their destination. And they've got no information about what they're supposed yeah. to do. Wait for another train, look for a bus, uh, find another way to, to go. And, and so that that's that's the, the issue here, that nothing's being communicated. Andy, totally. before before we uh, um, well, we got to take a commercial break here, and when we come back, Andy, we're going to have Sherry Zikafus, the communications advisor for the City of Calgary Transportation, on. What's one question you would like to ask her? How do what's the uh, what's what's the plan? Like Wendy, obviously there's a plan when things go sideways like this and, and something goes wrong. But how are you looking at the bigger picture, and and how are operators um, being talked to about? Uh, looking at the whole picture and, and understanding the impact of of uh, the weather, their individual actions as operators and communication. Um, it's a it's a big. There's a lot of moving parts, but when everybody just gets kind of narrow-minded and focused only on what their direct responsibility is, the complete bigger picture is missed, and that's when things like this happen. So you know, I'd like to know what uh, what they're going to learn out of this and, and how it won't happen again because it wasn't pretty. Well, uh, no kidding. Andy, well, we appreciate you joining us here this morning. Thanks for this. Not a problem. Thanks a lot. All right. Uh, Andy uh, Tylo is a uh, Calgary blogger and, and transit critic. And um, He was caught in the rain. Yeah, he was, uh, to say the least. And so were a lot of other people. We're going to take a, a pause right here and come back. And like I mentioned, we'll, we will hear from Sherry Zikafus, communications advisor for the city of Calgary and, and Calgary Transit. And, and, and hopefully she will address Andy's question first. What's the bigger picture here, operationally speaking? And how do the individual operators know how they fit into that big picture next time something like this happens? This is Kincaid and Breckenridge on News Talk 770.